Welcome to this week's episode of Run Your World Podcast. This is April. And Quaya. And we're here to talk about all things in your world. And we're going to start out this week with talking about advances in your career or changes in your career. In this particular case, I'm talking about myself. I started taking my real estate classes and I opted to do online classes versus in-person classes. And the weird, the interesting thing about Florida is there's a 63 hour requirement to take your real estate classes. And the 63 hours takes place if you go to a class, to a location, four hours, three times a week, over four weeks, plus a Saturday. But if you do it at home, you do it at your own pace. So I had called and the 60, the quote unquote 63 hours doesn't apply. It's just the material that's being covered. So I called to find out what's the difference because there's a a significant price difference. It's like a $60 difference to do it at home versus in person. And the first person I talked to, uh, she was getting on my nerves because she just said, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same. I said, well, if it's the same, then why would anyone pay more money for the class? I don't care if you're talking about in person or at home, why would you pay more money if it's exactly the same? So after I talked to my husband some more to make sure this is what I was gonna do, I called back and talked to someone who was a lot more reasonable and understood, I guess, my question better. Cause I think the first person had somewhat of a language barrier. She had a strong accent. So I don't know if she was misinterpreting my question. So the second person really just said, let me break it down. If you're a procrastinator, online is not for you because there is no time limit. You have one year to complete it. And if you're a procrastinator, you won't. Said and done, it doesn't matter. And for the most part, the people who are driven, who can get things done, can literally get the whole class done in a week. So I started the class and I did it for the, I did it for two days. And in the two days I did three chapters out of 20. So I completely can see how you can do it in a week if I had more time and I didn't have to chase little kids around all day and didn't get started till 10 o'clock at night. Um, I was hoping to get a little bit done today, <laughs> except for um, I ended up writing a couple of blog posts, which took most of my time. And what's interesting about writing a blog post, a lot of people jump into the writing blog world and it's very easy to physically write a post. It, it doesn't take much brain work, but if you're trying to promote it, you're trying to make it look good, then you need things like pictures and you need to make sure you have your right CEO and all of these little tiny pieces adds on to a lot of time. So one blog post, because I added a lot of pictures, one of the posts will be about my minion inspired birthday party for my daughter. Um, took me almost three hours because I was playing with pictures and trying to get the right dynamic and explain things the correct way. And, you know, it, it's amazing how something so simple could take you so long, but that's just kind of how it does. So anyway, I didn't get to studying, but I cleaned the house from the party yesterday and I wrote two blog posts, which is been a long time since I actually wrote two full posts. So I was 
still kind of proud of myself. And my son did a bunch of things around the house. So um, I'm excited to embark on this new uh, part of my life. And hopefully by the next, let's see, by Thanksgiving is my goal to be able to take the state exam and obviously pass it and um, be a real estate agent by the time I come back, by the time I come back for Thanksgiving at the latest. So that's awesome. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me too. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, anyway, I know my voice is starting to trail downward. So anyway, um, we want to talk about some, a little bit lighter, uh, subject this time around. We were going to go talk a little bit about the Shonda Rhimes Thursday night. Shondaland. Shondaland. Uh, thank goodness it's Thursday. Um, see, I'm also a Grey's fan, even though a lot of people aren't Grey's fans. They watch Scandal. They came in at Scandal and yeah. knew, found out the genius of Shonda Rhimes, who has managed to keep Grey's Anatomy on the air as a black woman for a decade. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. That's why I haven't gotten gotten into Grey's Anatomy is because I'm too late. So what I was going to do this summer, because my sister is so into it. She's like, oh, my God, you have to watch Grey's. And I'm just like, eh, I can't catch up. With, I didn't even start watching Scandal from the beginning either. Me and my now fiance, we were home during a snowstorm one day. We had work off, and we just watched, like, all of the episodes. And that's how I got into watching Scandal. But it's just, I love how she caters. I mean, some people may think that it's a good or bad thing, but I love the way she caters to all people. She has a way in her shows of reaching, I feel like, every single person, no matter race, sexual orientation, no matter what it is, everybody can relate to her shows in some way. Like, so this past week of Scandal, when Olivia, you know, was talking about, when they asked Olivia about Fitz, right? Yeah. Her answer to me gave me so much life because so many people can relate to that. Like, yes, I love this person, but I wish I never met them. Like, I wish I never laid eyes because I don't want to be this home wrecker. I don't want to be this person who's ruining families, who's causing all of this stress. For so many people, you know, so I just love I love her shows because I feel like that could be me, which it won't be because I am not <laughs> going to be having right. I'm not going to be having an affair with a married man, let alone the president of the United States. But well, I just, I, I'm just going to because you're not a uh, a Grace follower. And before we get more into detail on scandal and how to get away with murder, I did want to talk a little bit more about Grace because. Last season, they killed off Patrick Dempsey, who was... Is that McDreamy? That is McDreamy, yes. They killed him off because of some back... um, I don't know what you say. Off-screen stuff. And basically, he was done. He was done with the show. He didn't want to do it anymore. And he literally made it known that he was doing it for a paycheck. And he didn't really care about it anymore. And from what I can understand, part of that uh, for Shonda was... She said, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to and let it go and and let him go. And so I watched her on Jimmy Fallon and I was surprised because she lost so much weight. She looks really great. Not to say she didn't look good before, but she looks really great. And I didn't really recognize her because she was a heavier woman and and less 
the pictures I had seen of her before were less feminine. They were all just oversized clothing that draped off of her and her outfit or no Jimmy Kimmel. But this outfit was like a cute, like 70s inspired type of dress. And she was very happy and lighthearted. And in this interview, she talked about um, writing a book. Of course, she manages also run run Thursday night on ABC and write a book. Right. And it was about the book of yes or the year of yes. So she spent a year saying yes to everything or most things. And she wrote this book about it, starting with it being interviewed on Jimmy Kimmel the year before, which she had never actually said yes to being interviewed about being the writers and creators of these massive shows, which boggled my mind like how did she manage to get past being interviewed when your show's on air for a decade and you're a black woman on top of it like it's not like you're one of the same people who are always shown and she has an interesting perspective but we found I found out she had kids they are at least two of them are adopted I don't know if they all are and i don't recall her having kids before, so I don't know if this is a recent change, but it seems to have, she has taken to it well, motherhood and the whole having children and a, a life. And um, the year of yes really inspired me to just the idea of it. I was talking on the last podcast about, you know, hearing the theme and following it because, you know, you got to move forward. So when you you did talk about being passionate about something. I'm not quote unquote passionate about leading because I don't personally right now feel the confidence that I can be a leader. I still said yes to it because I feel like if other people see this in me, eventually, hopefully I'll see it for myself. Like I'll be confident enough to do it myself if I just follow these paths. If I take the trainings, if I follow what I feel God is leading me towards. Anyway, so I got on a tangent. So I just want to talk about Grace for a second. They killed off McDreamy, and everyone wondered how the show would go because he's such a staple. The relationship of Meredith um, loving him has been such a backbone to the show because it literally started the first season um, with their with their flirtations and then their affair. And then, well, I guess they're not affair because he wasn't married, but, you know, he was a doctor and she was the intern and you know the that whole drama build up and then he's gone so she talked about the reason I brought up the interview was she said I wanted to make sure that he left her in a way that um I forgot exactly what he said but he she couldn't he couldn't leave her in another way because it was such a fairy tale relationship he couldn't cheat on her he couldn't just leave her so he ended up she she killed him off the show so um and a lot of people were disappointed and wondered where it would be but I think this is like one of the best seasons so far like she has come back strong um supporting all the characters she's incorporated the the half sister who uh no no no, uh, Meredith Meredith has a half sister uh a black sister and and she's top of her game and Meredith's top of her game and all these very strong, powerful women who are taking control of their life 
And I think this is so far the best season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really do. I think it's 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 come full circle. So I think McDreamy is missed, mm-hmm. but I'm very happy that they decided to keep the show going and not listen to the the fodder out there, the critics. Yeah. So anyway, let's go on to scandal. All right. So in general, I am not happy with Carrie Washington or Olivia Pope. I won't say Carrie cause you know, not her personally. I don't believe she is the person which some people do, which is weird. <laughs> um, because I feel like, and I guess part of it's explained in what you just talked about her having her, she wished she never met him to not be in this situation. But it's like, you really are the second person. Like you're not, you're the side chick. You're not number one. And that's just so disheartening to watch someone go through that relationship. And I understand Fitz is taking her by, um, by the hand and saying, I want you to be with me. But you're still the side chick. And I don't want my president that wishy-washy. Like, I hate the fact that my pre- the president is like, well, I can't put up with my wife for two more years. I got to ditch her and be with my side chick. I hate that. And Melly and Cyrus have been by his side yeah. forever. And he basically kicked them both to the curb. I kind of, uh, so about that. So here's the thing. I have, you know, I talk to different people about Scandal. And they're like, how can you watch that show? You know, she's a homewrecker. She's this, she's that. I think about it from a different perspective. I think about like just the situation. I think a lot of women find themselves in that situation, but they're they're not Olivia Pope and th- it's not on TV. You know what I mean? Like I know people who have been in that type of situation where it kind of comes down to you can't help who you love even though you can help who you sleep with. You know, you like you shouldn't be sleeping with somebody, you know, especially the president of the United States who's married, you know. So I think I like the just the issues like, you know, I think we're a lot of us are getting caught up on, you know, the titles of these people like, yeah, it's the president and it's the first lady and it's this and it's that. But I just really think is, you know, the, the situation at hand. I do like at the ending of this last episode the um the the bromance kind of between Cyrus and 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 Fitz because I feel like you I never I wasn't a huge fan of Fitz at all because I just felt like he's just like there like first of all you have no backbone because whatever Olivia says you're just like okay and like before that it was Cyrus yeah was so it's just like come on like you know but I like that he actually showed that he cared about somebody other than Olivia. Like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like the whole time it's kind of like, you know, the way he talks to people and everything like that. But he's like this marshmallow when it comes to Olivia. But I liked it because at the end of the day, Cyrus did whatever he did, but he was your go-to. Like, he was really down for you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if it was someone who didn't have a hidden agenda against you and really just wanted you to do well... It was Cyrus. I mean, basically, Cyrus is practically in love with the president, right? right. Well, he, you know, he, he said that he feels like it's his son. Yeah. And he really wants to be there for him. And that's what really pissed me off when he was he threw Cyrus and Melly out. Because I think even though Cyrus made it clear that he feels that Melly never loved Fitz as a, a husband, 
I think she's loved him as a friend. And maybe it's never been that deep love. I think she really wants the best for him because she cared about him him and she birthed his children. And, you know, it's crazy where we've come from the first season because in the first season, everyone hated Melly because here she was having a child with him and then forcing a a birth before prematurely and doing this crazy stuff. But then once you start to see her and feel her and see what she's gone through and, and want to be that woman that he's, Mm -hmm. she stood by him. Like ultimately she stood by him when he was a marshmallow for this other woman. And had he fell for this other woman, he wouldn't be where he was. And I don't think he respects that enough. Yeah. But I think I like, you know, you can, cause you, you feel you, it's good and bad to every character. You know, I think you said Shonda Rhimes is not the writer. Is she? No, no. For how to get. Okay. She does such a good job with, you really, really love a character. Then you just be like, dang, like, why are you so annoying? Like, you know, I don't think that there's so much chemistry between Fitz and Olivia, but it works. But the chemistry between Jake and Olivia is oh. like, that works. You know I what I mean? I love the chemistry between Jake and Olivia. Forget Fitz. Let's yeah. go with Jake. So it's just, I think with the show is you can relate. You probably have been in multiple roles. You may have been the Olivia at one point. You may have been the Melly. You may have been the Fitz where you kind of feel for him too because it's like, who are you? I don't think we really know Fitz. What is your personality? I I don't know if he has a personality at this point. So many different directions. What do you really want? Do you want to be president? Another question. How long is he going to be president for? Because I feel like he's been president for the last 10 years. Like this is that's the thing. Why why all of this is happening now, and that's why it's so frustrating. Because he's supposed to be out of office within like the next two years. Yeah. You can't suck it up. And I understand you love Olivia, but you are gonna re- basically retire in two years, go off, have the same amount of money, and none of the the uh, press, nobody's gonna care. You're gonna live on a ranch, and you and Olivia can run off into the sunset. Yeah, but. I mean, it wasn't their fault that it got, the whole thing got leaked, right, to the public. But I was like, Olivia, girl, why did you say yes? Because now you're not Olivia Pope the fixer anymore. Like, this person, like what she said, who you worked so hard to be, that gets taken away from you now because you're the president's mistress. You have now gone from Olivia Pope the fixer to Olivia Pope the side chick. Yeah. And that is not a title that anybody wants. So I don't think that scandal is going to be on for much longer. Like, I think because I feel like now it becomes it, you know, it all started with this, the presidency and everything else. I mean, I she can she can draw it out. But I do think it's one of those shows I would want to end with like a bang like you miss it. But, you know, how some shows they go on too long and you're just like. Listen, I, I, I will say Grey's, I feel, has jumped the shark, but they brought it back this season. That's what I said. But I think what's going to say scandal is Daddy Papa Pope. Oh, of course. Papa Pope is going to – he's got so many skeletons in his closet. Yeah. He's going to be pulling them out for years. And whatever this Lazarus One thing that's going on with the, the loof. I'm kind of happy about because I'm so tired of Fitz and Olivia and the presidency and, the, and that whole thing. I'm just over it. I'm really over their sex scenes. I am by far over their sex scenes. They need to do, I think my, I think my husband said they, 
the Japanese do it where they just point to the bed and then they cut the scene and go to something else. That's what they need to do. Like, I don't need to, them to look longingly at each other and pull each other in bed. Who cares? I get it. They have sex. We know they've been doing it for what? Three years now. Got it. I, I, I need something else anyway. Okay. How to get away with murder. So let me tell you what this show does. I like it because sometimes I have to watch it twice to really get Girl, everything. Really? Because, well, first of all, I feel like, because uh, I don't have cable, right? Because I'm trying to cut costs. You know, we talked about how I'm like a budget and everything like that. So we only have the internet. So I'm normally watching it on Hulu or something like that afterwards. Or if I'm watching it live, I'm at a friend's house or something. And they don't really appreciate how to get away with murder. Like how I do. So they're normally talking and stuff. And I'm like, shh. Because there's little things Annalise does. Like, you know, she shakes someone's hand and she probably gave them something. So you got to be looking, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. But um, I really like that show. Okay. I love her character. Because it's like, she's just so badass to me. Like, you know, how she went out and just took homegirl's cell phone and put it. That really made me laugh. Or how... Like, a lot of people may not like Frank, right? I love Frank. I love him because he's just, he's like three steps ahead of everyone. Like, when they opened up that briefcase, and I'm sorry for any listeners who hasn't watched the last spoiler, episode. Spoiler, spoiler, yeah. spoiler. But how they put money in the briefcase and it wasn't her body. Like, I don't know. It's just so many twists and turns, and it makes you really want to watch the next episode. Where I feel like with Scandal, at least the last couple of episodes, I'm like... You know, the it's not really leaving a cliffhanger for me where I want I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the next episode. I have a feeling Scandal's going to come back because, you know, by the end, normally they have their fall, their winter break, break or whatever. Like February or yeah. So yeah. when it they lead up to the winter. Yeah. But I mean, we we I think the difference with how to get away with murder is that there's a lingering cliffhanger of the Annalise's stabbing yes. and or shooting or whatever that's going on. And we keep getting these clips of um, the people, everybody sleeping with each other. But the thing that I don't get, which I, maybe you could talk to me more about it is why she doesn't seem to respect Bonnie because Bonnie seems to be like her ride or die chick. And you know, what's funny is that I was talking to my sister about that. I think, and it probably won't be this half of the season, but the next season, you're going to start to, like, I, my question is, what is, why does Frank and Bonnie have such, like, this loyalty to Annalise, you know? What is it? Like, Frank's not a lawyer, you know what I mean? So I think that in the season, all of that stuff is going to start to become revealed. I think that Annalise knew a lot more in the first season. Like, I think she knew that Bonnie was sleeping with Sam or had something going on with Sam. Um, I think she also knows that maybe Bonnie is like, you know, messing with the students or whatever. I don't think she can be as reliable as Frank is in a sense. Like I know that she put herself on the line or whatever the case is, but she probably just felt some, like, why did she kill Rebecca? Cause I think she just do dumb stuff. Like, you had no reason to kill Rebecca. Annalise probably already had a plan in her head that had nothing to do with killing anybody. But I, I think she wanted to be frank. Yeah, I think she, she wanted to because... She wants Annalise to trust her like how she trusts Frank. Right, and I think Frank is in the inner circle. 
and Bonnie's outside. Even though she's there all the time, she's not in the inner circle. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't get to know the details of all these little plans and stuff. Frank does. So she figured if she killed Rebecca, she could get she in. Get in and because she knows Frank kills people. Yeah. And she... she you you know she knows that Frank yeah. kills people. And so she figured if she kills somebody, she could be in the inner circle too. And instead Annalise was like, You disgust me. You disgust me. But then you also have to think about it though. Annalise does not know that Frank killed the girl. They they're still under the impression that Sam because you remember I didn't know Annalise didn't know. No, I don't think Annalise knows. At least if she does, it hasn't been revealed because it was Sam who called Frank and killed Lila. That was the yeah, girl's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think Annalise knows that it was actually Frank that killed Lila because Sam told Frank to kill Lila. So I think that for, you know, Annalise, Sam is just like her, like, you know, get rid of it or, you know, fix it or whatever the case is. But I don't think she knows that he's like a hard, cold, like a, a he's a killer. But Frank has swag. I like him. Frank has a lot of swag. He has so much swag. Uh, I just think, like, you know, I don't know. It's just such a fun show. I wish I could be in it. <laughs> I don't know if I could be in it. Too many people die. But people die, and I think, you know, it really gives me anxiety sometimes when I'm watching it. But Annalise getting shot, can I tell you what I think? I think she tells someone to shoot her. Because if you realize the prosecutor, the prosecutor is shot too. The the, yeah. the who's defending the case, like she's dead or something yeah. like that. I think Annalise, because if you remember this last episode, she's talking to Bonnie and Frank, and she's saying, "I really don't know what to do." So now they have to create this scenario where it's like, kill kill the lady, the prosecutor, oh, and, make and it shoot like- me, and make it seem like you know maybe those rich kids or something like that did it. So now. It's not about Annalise anymore. It's about who killed, like, you know, this prosecutor and stuff like that. So it's taking the pressure off a little bit. But the thing about this show is that it's, like, lies on top of lies on top of lies on. And I'm like, all they had to do was just say, (laughs) Wes killed Sam. (laughs) Because he did it. And I'm not really liking him anymore. I don't like... Wes, to me, is is annoying. But (laughs) I don't know. He seems like a doe-eyed little boy who walks around like like my daughter does he's like ungrateful. he's if very un- he's ungrateful and with a lot of entitlement mm-hmm. and walks around like i know the truth and really everyone's in that situation because your girlfriend wanted to go and take something off the computer like you killed sam at the end of the day regardless if you was protecting rebecca or whatever the case may be so you got your classmates into this situation and then you're mad because somebody covered it up yeah and then you know yeah someone killed the girl that you loved or whatever the case is however i still think rebecca was crazy she would have said something she would have eventually and if not on her own after she did some drugs right so (laughs) she was a drug addict so i'm really excited to see where the show is gonna go and i want to you know one of the person who i'm really interested in is um what is her name the black girl the student yeah you know that's funny i was trying to i was gonna say michaela michaela because i feel like she's the one who at the end of the day she takes her job seriously. Like, she really wants to be that lawyer. You know what I mean? I feel like she's the one that's always finding things or 
going to talk to people, but I'm still interested to see like what's going to happen with her. Why is she, I feel like she always want to sleep with somebody. Like she had a fiance, he was gay, right? Or something like that. Yeah, he was gay, but you know, she's a virgin until this, the last episode. Did you see this week's episode or last week's I episode? Really, I didn't know she was a virgin. Yeah, they were, ta- yeah. Okay. So they were talking so about, see, that's, I didn't watch the second yeah, they were talking. I don't remember what the exact conversation was, but they said something and they said, well, of course we've all done such and such. And then she got really quiet and they're like, Oh, no, Michaela. No, I don't think she was a virgin. I think it was talking if she ever had an orgasm. Because I think she was sleeping with her fiance, but he wasn't getting her rocks off, really. At least that's what I got. I'll have to watch it again. Well, now I now I've got to watch it again. I mean, I've never re, I'm not a big rewatcher, but I think maybe that's what I have to yeah, do. I thought I thought that's what the that's what the situation was, but I'm really interested to see like what her role is because she she until that conversation happened, she didn't sleep with the other boy. Yeah. And then after that, she felt compelled to sleep with the other boy. But did you see the end of the last episode yeah, with when, Bonnie? Yeah, when with, she in the bathroom yeah. washing off the blood. So did she shoot Annalise? You know, the thing about with how to get away with murder is that it's never what you freaking think it is. Like Annalise probably shot herself. Like <laughs> I really don't, I, I really don't know. Like I can't tell, like I'm really annoyed with homeboy who want to go run and snitch because he like, you had no proof. I mean, yeah, people are whispering or whatever the case is, but you are way off. And no, he killed Sam. No, he felt left out because everybody else was in on it. No, he a snitch. He gonna go run and tell his father. Like, you can't be, you really can't be doing that. Granted, I would have just said, you know what? I don't want to be bothered and like left the group or whatever the case is. But he want to go and, you know, give extra information now you look as spooked at the end you should just mind your business from jump street do you think annalise and nate will get back together i annalise is a freak <laughs> let me tell you something about annalise because i wonder what's her like she has a weird relationship with wes too and i wouldn't be surprised if we found out that that's her son yeah, there's like been that. speculation that it's that's like, her son. Like it's it's some weird thing going on. Like why is she? It better it better only be his son. I don't want to see any other kind of relationship yeah. between them. So when freaking uh she she had a girlfriend at one point. Like so, Annalise is a bit of a freak. I do think that Sam is um not Sam. Was Nate is going to give his wife the pills? Really? Okay. I think, I think he's going to do that. Um, and I don't know if they're going to get back together. I mean, can you really get back with someone who framed you for murder and, and hope that her ex-girlfriend and hope that her ex-girlfriend was going to be able to get you off the hook? I, I Listen, I couldn't be within 10 feet of her, but, you know, that's just me. And he seems to be able to come in contact with her and talk to her and try to set her up and do all these other things that I couldn't do. She's bad. Like, I think she's popping. I think the way she fixed things and just like, you know, I love her personality. I would not want to be on her bad side. No, not at all. <laughs> because especially when she had Frank as her little sidekick. I mean, Frank does it. They don't even need to have conversations. That's the thing between her and Frank. They just do eye contact and motions and things happen. Swag. <laughs> So much swag. I didn't like him at first, like the first season. Really? 
I really I didn't like him at first because I'm like, who is this weird guy? He's like that unstub, you know? Like you really just don't know what he's doing there. But he really has a lot of swag, and I appreciate him a lot. I don't appreciate homeboy that used to be on drugs. What's his name? The one who slipped the the um the prosecution the the real tape of the girl who was crazy. Oh, the gay one. Yeah. Oh, him. yeah. Like I liked him the first season. Now I'm just like, you getting soft? Well, you know, after him and his boyfriend, you know, the AIDS thing, and he's went. I don't even understand why he went back to his those group of, that group of people to tell tell them that his boyfriend had HIV. Like I don't understand why they need to know that information. It's irrelevant to what they do. But he felt the need to tell them. I, he has no friends, right? I don't know. I just love this show. I want to be on it. Like I just she you want to can I be on the show? <laughs> you want to walk on roll? I'll hook that up. I'll go call Shonda. Shonda, hey Shonda, Shonda. One of like the cases or something like that, like you know. Sure, you know what? Maybe we will. One of our podcasts, maybe we'll set it up live and we'll do a scene, and then that'll be your your sizzle reel, and that we can send in. Okay. Where do they film How to Get Away with Murder? Because my oh, fiance, yeah. I'm sure, does not want me going to another coast for so long. I'm pretty sure it's LA, but that doesn't mean we can't fill film a sizzle reel and then um, send it to her and you do a weekend there because you know most of the episodes are filmed within a week so it's not like you're gonna live there that's true but I I really appreciate Shonda um you know no matter how you feel about certain situations but I do think that I I love like I remember one last season of um of Scandal one episode was very similar to the Ferguson case or I like how she's bringing real life into her shows and she's not scared to back up. Like, like she, she's not scared to talk about the issues, like, you know, the real issues. A lot of shows, you know, they kind of like to cover it up and sweep it under the rug like it's not happening. And I appreciate, you know, what she's bringing to light. Like, you know, people, I think in all of her episodes, you have someone who's, you know, gay, or, you know, you know, bisexual or something like that. And, you know, even though you may not like it or whatever the case is, it's just those are issues that people are facing, you know, ev every day. And I appreciate that, you know, she doesn't have any bias. And she's really trying to reach out to all people, not just, you know. I, I mean, I'm happy that there are more people joining OPA because, you know, with Quinn and Huck alone, it was getting kind of sad. <laughs> And, um, you know, Abby left and, you know, I'm glad she, we brought on the new black guy, which I don't know his name yet. And her but, diversity also, I would have to say, is, you know, I just, I, I just, I think she's doing an amazing job. I'm going to write yes. her a letter. You should write her a letter. We'll be doing, we can, and we'll read it live. Yeah. We'll read it live. You write a letter and we read it live. But, yeah, I, I love I mean, I'm so happy I even watched Grey's because Grey's is what opened me up to even being willing to watch watch a scandal or how to get away. And she's doing amazing things, which um, I am seem to be one of the few black people who don't appreciate Tyler Perry's work. Um, so I appreciate the fact that she seems to try to get and delve into issues that a lot of other authors and writers don't really want to touch because they want to be more universally liked and be more um 
what's the word? Uh, neutral. And she really does. I mean, even for uh, in Grays, we're dealing with the possible quote unquote killer of the of McDreamy joining the cast. In Scandal, we have a possible wedding in the near future. And how to get away with murder. We're ki- possibly killing the main character. I mean, right now, obviously, we don't know uh, that Annalise survives. We're assuming she does because she is the main character. But that said, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen. Maybe she ends up in the hospital. And it's funny because I was watching another show earlier this, over the weekend. And I told my husband, I was like, I suspend all belief for accuracy of the show like the it was a science-based show I was like I enjoyed just watching it and unfortunately being having gone to law school and being in the legal field I do have to do that with how to get away with murder because a lot of the legal aspects of it you got to toss out the window because you know the first the what first years You'd be disbarred for letting your first years run around and do yeah. practice that much. But it's very entertaining and I can't wait to see where it goes, especially before the winter finale. So we we definitely need to do a live podcast or a periscope. Yeah. I agree. So I guess we're gonna do it at my house that you don't have cable. <laughs> I didn't know you didn't have cable. And that's okay. That's okay. I don't and you know, and here's the here's the reason why. I, I watch now, first of all, I mean, I'm a, I'm a black woman, right? I love what what's on TV right now. Like, I mean, empire, people feel whatever type types of ways, but to see so many black women leading in shows and, you know, all at one time, typically it's like, oh, a season here or this year or whatever. But you have Gabrielle Union in um, Being Mary being, Jane. Being Mary Jane. Kerry Washington in Scandal. Um... I always forget her name. Viola Davis. Viola Davis in How to Get Away with Murder. Taraji in Empire. Um, so it just really makes me it makes me a little happy, you know. Even though I wish that like Empire wasn't so families, you know, damn near trying to kill each other for a freaking, you know, you fight, fight over a few dollars. Yeah, exactly. But I mean. I, I really like um, uh, appreciated a lot. So I really only watch those shows: Empire, Scandal, and How to Get Away with Murder. And Being Mary Jane is not even on Hulu, so I'm a little annoyed by that. Oh, you have to watch the first couple of episodes. Yeah. For some reason, they're doubling up. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, they, yeah. So they doubled up. I know, but I haven't seen it yet. So I'm gonna have to try to catch up. But uh, between, oh, I only watch that and then the basketball games during the season. So. It's not like I watch TV like I come home every day watching TV. If it's not Wednesday and Thursday and it's not the NBA season, I'm really not watching TV. So for me, it's like I'm not going to pay over $100 a month for cable. So just want to put that out there. I'm not that cheap. I just don't feel like I'll, I'll be getting my money's worth. Listen, I thought we were going to downsize and my husband picked up HBO Go. So <laughs> I've been trying to get rid of cable for a couple years now, even though I am the major TV watcher, but he wants to. He was trying to pick up NBA, NBA TV and ended up pick, picking up HBO Go. I don't quite know how that happens. Um, the benefit of where we live is we get one free HD box. So that's something. And then we had Netflix. We did downsize Netflix because we used to have the. 
the DVDs and we just weren't watching them. The DVDs were literally sitting on our, over the last year, I think we may have watched one out of the DVDs and I've literally sent them back like, well, maybe the next set I'll watch. <laughs> like, even though there were movies I wanted to see it, there's something about putting in the DVD player and sitting down. Cause it feels like more of a, a, a situation. Like I got to prepare to watch it versus streaming. So we just went down back down to the basic plan of just streaming our streaming, which saved us quite a bit of money. And then, um, uh, I'm like, well, maybe we should pick up Hulu. Cause I really want to see the new Mindy project, but who knows? I don't know if we're going to pick up anything else. I, mean, I like Hulu because the episodes are available the day after. So, scandal and how to get away with murder all you got to do is stay away from social media for the night and then the next morning literally like the shows are available so i you know i really like that it's not like you have to wait a whole week or something like that so that's why i really you know really enjoy hulu well uh those are the shows that we um we watch and we are going to update our website i'm so excited okay so I know we haven't, we, I started a WordPress site, which I thought would, was going to be able to encompass everything we wanted to do. The problem is WordPress has cut back on a lot of the functionality of the free sites, which I get it. They want people to pay and they don't want people to take advantage of their free stuff when they want them, they want to push them to do, um, they want them to pay for some of the premium things or just pay in general so we will be buying a site so by the next time we come on we will let you know the web address i'm tossing around a couple of different names because i want to make sure it really fits what we want to do not just now but in our future so um for now check us out check us yeah check us out at run your world podcast.wordpress.com and that'll have all of our links right now I'm on uh personally I have all of the accounts pretty much everything at the April Noel T-H-E April N-O-E-L-L-E and you can follow me on Instagram Twitter Facebook uh Pinterest Vine <laughs> I don't do anything on Vine, but maybe one day I will. Uh, and that's about it. So if you want to support us and you want to see where we go and how we grow, please support us on Patreon. And that's just a few, a little kickback to us to keep us going. And we love you. Um, signing off. This is April. And Quaya. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.